with a closer look at the news and events affecting Prince George. Welcome to After 9 on 93.1 CFIS-FM. Tuesday morning, Alan Wishart in the host chair, and uh, an athletics-themed show to some extent. A little bit later, I'll be chatting with Carly Billups, who is doing a long-distance run during the winter this year, and then we'll have Jen Rubido on from the Public Library, but we're going to start uh, Kevin Patterson with Caledonia Nordic Ski Club. Good morning, Kevin. Hi, Alan. How are you doing? Not too bad in yourself, sir. Yeah, good, thank you. Good. Now, you guys obviously have got the two big events coming up in March, but in January, you guys out there at Otway have got some events coming up too. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, we've got the, uh, of course, we've got the uh, the 2024 Parabiathlon World Championships and the 2024 Paranoid World Cup Finals happening in March, March mm-hmm. 5th to the 17th. But in order to kind of uh, prepare for those, you know, we want to... Uh, we want to ensure that that uh, that all our volunteers and officials and everybody you know have a have some comfort in uh, getting back into the game, so to speak. And so, so we have uh, we have two events. Um, we have uh, in January the Biathlon uh, BC Cup uh, event. That's uh, that's January twentieth and twenty first, and uh, and then we have the uh, cross country BC Cup event, which is the following weekend, the twenty seventh and twenty eighth, and so. So those the cross country BC Cup in particular will be the one that will be able to uh, prepare our uh, our volunteers and officials for the uh, for for the um, kind of using that as a test event for the uh, for for the big events happening in March. Yeah. So again, the events in March are World Championships. The ones in January are provincials. Correct. That's correct. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. So in January, yeah, we're welcoming both. Uh, both biathletes and and uh, cross country skiers from across the uh, across the province to uh, to Prince George, and so we'll have we'll be able to kind of test out some of the uh, some of the things that we'll have uh, have for March. But uh, yeah, it's, it's it'll be an exciting um, exciting time in in January. And I was on your website earlier this morning, and it it was just a little bit confusing for a second because the biathlon event was listed as the BC Cup number two. And NORAM number one, and then the following week, the tech event is BC Cup number one. I'm going, well, wait a second, number two is coming, and then it occurred to me biathlon as opposed to cross country. Yeah, so the numbering of those events are, are done by the provincial sports organization, mm-hmm. so so they don't kind of sequentially follow kind of the events that are happening at our facility. So that would be the, um, yeah, so for, 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 uh, for biathlon, that's this. Uh, if that's BC Cup number two, that's the second event that yeah. we, the BC Cup that would be held in the province. And then for our event, for the uh, cross country event, um, the BC Cup number one, that's the first BC Cup held in the province. So that's that's kind of how that works. So oh. yeah, so it's, it's it can be confusing. I know for <laughs> sure. And now we out at Otway, you guys normally do host both of these events, don't you? Every year, a, a biathlon BC Cup and a tech BC, a cross country BC Cup. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, uh, we we are on the regular schedule for hosting hosting the provincial cup events, and so um, so yeah, in the last uh, last couple of years, we've had uh, we've either had the BC Cups or the 
or the provincial championships, which mm. is part of the BC Cup series for, yeah. for both um, biathlon and, and cross country. So, yeah, we, we were a regular stop on the, on the provincial cup series. Now, you were saying those events are a good chance for volunteers to get sort of back into the game, get ready for the Worlds in March. But you guys got another event out there starting right at the beginning of January that doesn't require really any volunteers. You've got another Grand Tour of Caledonia taking place. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, so the Grand Tour of Caledonia, that, that was something that, uh, that we, we developed from the ground up in, uh, during COVID yeah. so that uh, people can get out there and still enjoy the facility and be part of something. And so, um, so yeah, so basically, um, for those that aren't familiar with it, uh, we, we run it for six weeks, and every week we, we put out uh, uh, two new courses, one easier course and one more difficult course. And um, and people, they're all signed. So you start in the stadium. There's some beautiful color um, colored uh, sponsor banners and mm-hmm. start banners and finish banners. But it's it's at your own pace. You know, you can ski at any time throughout the week. And then you just uh, go onto the website. So you register for this. You mm-hmm. get a beautiful buff, which actually has a map of uh, our facility. So if you get lost, <laughs> you won't get lost. But if you get lost or we need it, it's. Uh, you take your buff off and find out where you are, and that's a custom one done for this year. Wow! And so, and so, yeah. So you, so you can go, you register. It's forty dollars to register, which includes the buff and includes when you enter your when you enter your um, that you've done it uh, on the web page. Then you get entered for draw prizes for for each week, and then uh, at the end uh, we have medals for for folks that have completed it all. And so it's a real fun way to to get out. Uh, certainly after all the holidays, and, you know, it's a great New Year's resolution to you know you'll be active for six weeks and for sure, and um, and be able to ski the ski the facility and see all different parts of the facility that you might not have experienced before if you haven't if you if you haven't skied uh, many of the other trails. So so yeah, so a lot of people uh, uh, join that, and and because it's an easy way to. To experience different parts of the uh, of the of the Nordic Center. Now, as you were saying, Kevin, this was the Grand Tour was an event that you sort of started almost out of necessity to some extent during COVID, and yet it seems you're still doing it and you're adding to it. So obviously, people have taken to this. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's uh, it's something that that you know it it uh, I think it appeals to everybody. It's <laughs> it's like a. It's, it's not really a competition or anything like that. I mean, um, you can record your time if you like, but you don't have to. Mm-hmm. Um, and you, you know, we don't we don't rank order people by their times. We just rank order them by alphabetical. So if they're <laughs> if they're um, uh, yeah, and again, they don't have to enter their times. It's more a participation thing, and and for people to have something to get out there and enjoy themselves uh, on a weekly basis. So so yeah, it really apply, applied or really appealed to a, a wide range of folks. Um, that uh, that you know that that might not normally kind of uh, come out for competitions, but uh, want to still get out there and be part of something. Yes, as you say, it's not competitive. Like you're not racing against anybody else. And the other nice thing is, you can show up whenever you want during the week. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, like so. Um, so often, you know, there'll be people that be during the day, but also. Also, uh, what uh, what we often do is uh, you know, when we drop off our kids to do the skill development or the jackrabbit program, um, then we as parents can go out and ski the Grand Tour course at night because uh, there's a lot of lighting uh, at the facility now, but also, you know, just getting out with a headlight is, is totally fine on the trails as well. So Now, just so people know, you were saying there's an easier and a more difficult course each week. How long yeah. are the courses? 
Uh, well, they they range. So we we kind of start off kind of more modest. So so the uh, easier course, I think it's a couple kilometers. Um, and the the more difficult course, it's it's not a lot longer, but uh, but it's it's just just more more technical terrain, um, which is, is I think it's probably I can't remember off the top of my head, but around three or four kilometers, something like that. Okay. Um, so uh, so yeah, and then um, and then as as the as the weeks roll on, then then we just add a little bit more distance to to each of the courses and a little bit more variety. So uh, so yeah, it's it's kind of. Our, our, um, we do have volunteers for it that that mm. uh, do set out the courses and, right. and of course the, you know in, in getting all this prepared and everything like that is there's there's uh, there's there's a, a, a dedicated handful of volunteers for sure it's not as it's not as big as say like hosting a, a big competition but uh, but really uh, really great volunteers that are that are helping to put on the grand tour as well and it worked out nicer this year because January the first is when it starts and that happens to be a Monday this this well technically next year yes that's right yeah yeah so uh so yeah it's a great a great opportunity to make that new year's resolution <laughs> and start right off straight start right away as well yeah yeah and we do have like uh, i i'd really love to encourage people to to sign up um early or sign mm-hmm. up now uh because we have pre-ordered the buffs and the first 250 get the buffs right away okay. so that's kind of a good incentive to yeah. um to get the uh to, to get in to get registered early and then um and then yeah we, if, if we need we'll have to go we'll make another buff order for for those after the 250 mark so um so yeah so that's that's just a little plug to kind of get get <laughs> registered and um yeah and and be ready to go for uh for the new year. So if you don't register early, there's a chance you may spend the first week or two getting lost out on the course before you get your buff. Yeah, yeah, right, yeah. Well, yeah, it's, it's, it's just a nice thing to have, you know, yeah. when, uh, when you start the course to, to have, your, have your buff. We did that um, the first year. We did it so that, you know, people could know who else were skiing the Grand Tour so that they could encourage each other on and everything like that. And then we just kind of added to the... Uh, added to kind of the, the custom apparel for the Grand Tour. Wow. So now, the Grand Tour, when you register, though, you have do you have to sign up for either the uh, easier or the more difficult course? Like, you can't switch back and forth? Oh, no. No, you can you can ski either, or okay. you can ski both, or, yeah, there, there's no, um, you don't have, you're not locked into any uh, any particular easier hard course or anything like that, so... It's totally, it's totally up to the individual. Like if, uh, you know, and, and, you know, if you miss a week, you know, the, the course maps are there, so you can always, uh, you can always ski the, ski it at any time, mm-hmm. um, throughout the Grand Tours if you, if you want to make sure that you're, <clears throat> you're getting all the courses in. So, so yeah, it's, it's pretty flexible. So the only, the only thing is, is if, uh, we, you know, we ask people to enter their, 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 their times or their that they've done it um, into the website so that they can be entered for the job prize. Yeah. That. So that's, okay. that's the key thing. So the Grand Tour starts January the 1st. Then you've got the Biathlon BC Cup on January 20th and 21st and the, the Cross Country BC Cup January 27th, 28th. And then you guys got about a month off to some extent before the big one hits. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, so, so that's, so, so there's, you know, like there's, been lots of planning, lots of uh, preparations. We're, we're, you know, we're, uh, and, and now we're into the heavy duty recruiting of volunteers. And, uh, for, for, for the events, like, uh, both January and, uh, and March, mm-hmm. of course. Um, and so, so yeah, so that, that would be, uh, certainly one, 
place where people that uh, that want to get involved. I know that there's uh, a lot of people that are recently retired and um, and you know like are are, uh, are kind of looking for things to to do. And this would be an amazing amazing thing to kind of be involved with. And so. So yeah, so for for those that are really uh, keen to uh, help out and, and volunteer, um, they can go to the our website, the uh, uh, the Caledonia Competitions, all one word, dot com, and uh, you'll see the link to volunteer, and uh, and it'll bring you to a, a place where you can choose the, the dates and everything like that that you'd like to volunteer. We'd love for you, for you to volunteer all days, but uh, <laughs> certainly if uh, if you can't, you know, there's you know we we'd love whatever. Whatever you can uh, can do, so so yeah, that's that's a key thing, you know, to uh, to, th- to think about if if you want to volunteer and get that experience in January as well. Um, yeah, that that's a great thing to be able to kind of get get mm-hmm. done right now, so you, so we can uh, make sure that we're we're getting you all the information and and uh, and the uniform kit uh, properly sized and everything like that. So now, do people? Do people need any special knowledge to volunteer for these events, or is it just show up and get a job? Yeah, um, in some cases, like there's uh, for the for the actual uh, volunteer officials. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's there's that kind of you know the those jobs that that uh, are very specific to the competitions, which. Uh, which there are officials courses and and often that can just be done online too. So um, so just to come out and be on the be on the competition field of play and to do some of those jobs, it's a fairly straightforward um, process to even just to learn quickly learn the um, the roles. So and then and then there's other other jobs that are you know that don't require kind of the knowledge of the competition or anything like that. And um, you know like whether it's uh, whether it's on venue or for parking or for food services or for for you know various uh, various other things, so there's there's lots of roles that uh, that we can we can get people that that haven't uh, that haven't been involved with competitions before, but but still want the experience, and um, and we can also get them involved in competitions easily too. So I think yeah, I would say that anybody can. Can come who's interested, and we, we welcome them with open arms. So now, Kevin, a question I've got to ask because I haven't been out there for a little while, and I'm in Prince George. What's the snow conditions like at all way right now? Yeah, well, I'd say they're probably better than downtown. Oh, good. Um, but that's not saying much, Kevin. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, like, uh, we I live very close to the Rick Center, and we probably have about you know four four inches or five inches of snow. So, so things are still white, you know, yeah. the um, uh, out, out here. But, uh, but yeah, like I think that we always would love more snow, and we do have the snowmakers um, that cover the, all the competition courses. We do have plenty of winter left. But, uh, but yeah, like I think the the key is we need the colder temperatures too to run the snowmakers. So, yeah. so, um, so yeah, we'd uh, love everybody to do their snow dancing and uh, and that, and we you know we we keep our fingers crossed for uh, for more snow and. Uh, uh, and that so yeah it's it's uh you know we're i think we've got we've got uh the we've got the pieces needed to kind of get uh get what we need for the competitions hopefully uh, knock on wood um and i'm certainly glad we're not running a competition uh today yes <laughs> but uh but yeah no it's it's uh like there's people have been skiing uh certainly for a past uh since we got kind of that that uh, early snow or mm-hmm. earlier snow 
And then, of course, last week, uh, last weekend, yeah, when we had the kind of ten centimeters, that really was uh, yeah. was a bonus uh, for for us. So, so people are skiing. It's it's uh, yeah, it's 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 firm, uh, firm to icy, I would say. Um, so, uh, so it's it's kind of you know uh, just people need to be aware of that. But uh, but yeah, like I think it's it's not uh, it's not so unusual. To kind of have these uh, early season conditions like this. No, okay, Kevin. One more thing, just a quick reminder to people: what are the websites that people can go to? A, for volunteering for the World Championships, and B, just the general Caledonia Nordic website. Yeah. So to volunteer for the uh, for the events, it's uh, if you go to Caledonia Competitions, mm-hmm. all one word, dot com. Um, that's that's where you can go and uh, and find the uh, volunteer button, the sign up here to volunteer button, and then um, for the general uh, Caledonia Nordic Ski Club website, it's Caledonia Nordic, all one word, dot com, and uh, there you'll you'll be able to get to if you go to the events uh, little menu, mm-hmm. you'll be able to get to the grand tour. And you'll be able to see information about the Biathlon BC Cup, and there's also a, a sign-up for the Biathlon BC Cup for volunteers uh, there as well, as well as the Cross-Country BC Cup. And so, so yeah, so that the CaledoniaNordic.com is the is the uh, website for the for the main club, and uh, and has. Uh, has all the links to the to the events as well. Okay. Kevin Patterson, Caledonia Nordic Ski Club, thank you very much for taking the time to chat this morning, and best of the season to you. Thank you so much, Alan. Have a Merry Christmas and, uh, and a great holiday season. Okay. Take a quick break and be back with more after 9. There's a river of birds in my a series of news and current affairs programs by and about women around the world, produced and distributed by the Women's International News Gathering Service. Listen for Wings, the Women's International News Gathering Service, Wednesday nights at 9.30 here on 93.1 CFIS-FM. Are you a leader who wants to take their leadership to the next level? Do you have an emerging leader on your team who needs support? At Pivot Leader, our Leaders in Business program combines leadership training with one-on-one coaching to help leaders just like you. You'll learn how to deal with people better, handle conflict, hire and keep staff, delegate more effectively, read financial statements, and learn coaching skills to move your team along. There's a less stressful way to improve your outcomes. We can show you how. If you'd like to be a better leader, reach out to us today at pivotleader.com. Pivot Leader will help you grow, train, and sell your business. Tis the season to be jolly. Deb's Cafe and Specialty Bakery wishes you all the best for this holiday season. We invite you to include the goodness of our specialty baking in your holiday festivities. After all, our specially prepared baked treats make our customers' taste buds jolly all year long. This holiday season, if you want to treat your taste buds to a jolly time, come to Deb's Cafe and Specialty Bakery next to Pharmasave at 7th and Quebec. Forecast from Environment Canada. Snow changing to rain this afternoon. Wind from the southeast at 20. Temperature steady near plus 1. Tonight, rain ending near midnight. Then cloudy. Temperature steady near 2. For Wednesday, rain beginning in the morning. Wind from the south at 20 and a high of 5. This is After 9 on Prince George's Community Station. 93.1 CFIS-FM. Local runner Carly Billups dropped by the station yesterday, and I chatted with her about her winter run challenge, which starts on Thursday. And 
Carly, it's probably about the longest run you've ever done. The longest mileage in the shortest amount of time. Yeah. Yeah. So what exactly are you doing? So I'm aiming to run 1,000 kilometers over the full winter, which goes from December 21st to March 19th. Okay. To raise funds for Variety Children's Charity. Ah, okay. Now, is that a charity that you are directly involved with personally, or is it just... Um, through work or something like that? or uh, It's been through work. I've worked as a pediatric occupational therapist for about 12, 13 oh. years. Um, and I'm working for the school district now, but prior to that I worked at the Child Development Centre. And um, a lot of these children are looking for medical equipment mm. um, and even with government funding and extended health care there's still not quite enough money um, and often variety is who we would approach to help with the top-up funding to get mm. kids the equipment they need now is it like a lot of the other groups around the, the province and canada even the money that you raise can sort of be earmarked for local people well yes when i um when I first approached Variety and said I wanted to do this, I asked them if the funds that I raised could stay within the north, and they said yes. So okay. it's all going to be in northern BC. Good. Yeah. Okay. So how long, when did you get the idea of doing this? I've thought of doing a similar fundraiser for a while, um, just didn't decide, couldn't decide what I was going to do. Mm-hmm. And then just this summer, I thought, what would be a bit of a push for me? Um, and this will be a little bit of a push for me, but it's still manageable. Um, so I just decided that it seemed like a good thing to do, and I'd try and see what happened. I'm going to take a wild guess and say um, you have done a fair bit of running in the past. Otherwise, a 1,000 kilometers, even over 13 weeks, would be pushing it. Yes, I have. <laughs> yeah. So how long have you been running, and are you, are you competitive at all? So I've been running since I was about 19, um, did other sports before then. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not really competitive. I liked, I've Over the years, I've run um, like 10Ks, half marathons, mm-hmm. marathons, and I have my own personal goals, but I wouldn't say competitive, no. So you're not so concerned with beating somebody else on the course. You're more concerned with looking at the clock and saying, okay, I beat the time I wanted to. Yes, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Winter. <laughs> running in the winter. Yes. That brings its own challenges, doesn't it? It does, yeah. <laughs> so have you, is that, have you started giving yourself a little bit of leeway there, like saying, okay, if I have to, I could pick it up one week in case we get a, a week-long blizzard? Yeah. So um, in general, my plan is to run 80 kilometers a week, mm-hmm. which um, the minimum that I need to do is 77 right. per week. So I've bumped it up a little bit so that hopefully over time, um, if, it, if it's really, really cold um, or a huge amount of snow, then I have a little bit of a buffer. In reality, when I first start, if I'm feeling good and the, and the roads are fine, I might try and, you know, tack on a little bit extra, but I also don't want to get injured, so I have to be careful no, about that. No, and you don't want to run yourself out in the first two or three weeks and then say, okay, I've got to take three weeks off now to recover from those three weeks. Yes, That's not yeah. Work. yeah. So where are you going to be running? Like, Do you have sort of set courses that you like to run on? Um, I, I run in College Heights most of the time because that's where I live, mm-hmm. but um, my longer runs, I go all over town. Wow. Yeah. So how long is a longer run for you? Uh, like 20 kilometers. Okay. Yeah. So if you run a tw- 20 kilometers at one time, 77 kilometers in a week, sounds like it's definitely doable. Yes. So it's about uh, 
I'm running six days a week, so I have right. one day to cross train and stretch and mm. try not to be injured. Yes. Um, so about 12 kilometers during the week, and then on the weekend, I'm hoping to run around 20 kilometers. Okay. So now, are you? Do you usually run alone? I often run alone, and but I have a dog with me. Ah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> It has the dog, have you explained to the dog yet you're going to be doing this 1,000 kilometers in 13 weeks? <laughs> no, but he's he runs with me, so he's been ramping up mileage with me. Oh, okay. Yeah, and he, ever since I got him, he was my running dog, so that's just his job. Yeah, and so he knows when you start to do up the shoes, all right, yeah. it's, time, it's time for some fun. When, when it's really cold and snowy, I would say that he's not super oh, excited either, because I have to gear him up as well. But. Okay. <laughs> Do you run with other people at times? Yeah, sometimes, yeah. Is it just, like, people from the neighborhood, or do you... people in the community, yeah. Okay. So, do you know a fair number... I'm guessing you probably know a fair number of the other runners in Prince George, then. Yeah, I know a handful of them. I I tend to run quite early, um, just because life is busy, and I just... That's (laughs) when I fit it in, (laughs) so... So now you were saying you've done 10Ks, half marathons and stuff like that. Were some of them like with the roadrunners in town? Uh, in the past, yeah. Okay. Yeah. The last few years I've been focusing on the marathon distance, so I've been going oh. to Edmonton for that. Wow. Yeah. Marathon distance, so that's 42 kilometers. Yes. Yeah. So if you ran a marathon a day, <laughs> you could knock this thing off in no time. <laughs> I could, but No, yeah. not going to happen. Okay, I understand. Yeah. Um, have you have you talked to other people about joining you on the runs, especially on the weekends, I'm thinking? Um, I put just a post on the Facebook group, the Prince George mm. Roadrunners, and just asked um, if people were interested in joining me. Um, so far, not too much, but I was asking for if anybody wanted to do the whole distance. Mm. Um, so I'm thinking <laughs> about making some suggestions for some weekend runs yeah. uh, in the new year. And obviously, you're doing it over winter, as you say. And so I guess sort of the unfortunate thing to some extent is you're starting right before Christmas as well. Yeah. So that may be as well why some of the people aren't getting in touch with you is they're saying, well, I don't want to start right now because, you know, it's Christmas. Yes, absolutely. And do you have, like, have, what's the longest you've run in one day? Like you said, you've done marathons. Have you ever done a marathon plus? Uh, not yet. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So the 42 kilometers is... The yeah. limit. Yes, and so far. Then, and even <laughs> yeah. then, you're probably looking up to the finish line going, oh, come on, come on, get here, get here. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Do you have the areas around your place, you were saying, uh-huh. do you have them sort of mapped out in terms of if I go this route, it's this many kilometers? Uh, yeah, mostly just by experience. Okay. Yeah. So you don't you don't have a pedometer or anything? You oh, I have, a, I have a smartwatch. Oh, oh yeah. okay. <laughs> So you'll be able to keep track of exactly how far you've gone each day. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Hey, now, have, people you've talked to, do some of them look at you like, are you crazy? A little bit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. But the people who know you are saying, yeah, that sounds like Carly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now, so into the new year, mm-hmm. are you, so you're hoping to get a bit of a buffer I'm guessing that's partly because Prince George weather, you never know for sure what's going to happen. Yeah. Now, if you had your choice, cold or snow? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> 
cold to a point. Yeah. Well, yeah. I'm not saying it's going minus fifty. Yeah. But you know, if it was minus twenty. Yeah. And but there was no snow really. Yeah. You prefer that than yeah. minus five or minus seven with. Yeah. Six inches of snow on the ground. Yeah, when there's lots of snow, it's just a lot of hard work and slow going. Yeah. So the cold, I, I know how to layer up. Um, yeah. So on the longer runs, it's hard because uh, the liquids will for fuel will freeze. Yeah. Um, and sometimes, you know, I'll feel warm for the first part and the second half <laughs> is colder. But in general, I know how to deal with that. But the lots of snow is quite challenging. Yeah, and I would think uh, for your dog companion, it's the same. <laughs> yeah, and I often have to keep stopping and yeah. getting snow out of his paws or whatever. Yeah. yeah. He stops and says, Mom. Yeah. Mom. <laughs> exactly. We got a problem here. Yeah. Are there any events going on over the winter in terms of running that you know of? I've, in Prince George, just the Iceman that I'm aware okay. of. Yeah. And that, that, that would be within the time frame that you're talking about, isn't it? Yes. Yeah. So is that something where you might say... If somebody approached you and said, "Would you like to be a runner on our team?" Oh yeah, I've done you? that. Okay, I've done that before. Yeah. yeah. Even though for you, that's nothing. I mean, that's what ten k, I think. From yeah. Ten k is, yeah. is the long run. Yeah. From. From long way out into the yeah. Uh, city. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you'd be doing that and then saying, okay, I'm actually going to go out and actually do a run now, if you guys don't <laughs> mind. This was just a warm-up. Yeah. <laughs> So do you, when you've done the Iceman before, have you had sort of a, a team that you usually run run the Iceman with? Or? I've just done it once before, and oh. I just, somebody was looking for a runner, so I just okay. joined. Yeah. 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 So you're not one of those people who says, I'm going to do all five of them. No. no. <laughs> I'm not much of a skater or skier at this yeah. point. Yeah. Or, or swimmer, maybe? Uh, swimmer, yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, because I think you're allowed to dog paddle. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so now, if people want to contribute, mm-hmm. how do they do it? Uh, there's a website set up on Just Giving. It's justgiving.com slash campaign slash winter run challenge. And they can donate directly there, and they'll get a tax receipt from Variety and everything. Okay. And so now, Thursday, have you got a time set for Thursday as to when you're going to hit the track or hit the road for the first part of the run? It'll probably be between 4.30 and 5 in the morning. <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And the dog doesn't have a problem with this? Nope, he's no. used to it. <laughs> hey. Carly Billups chatting about the Winter Run Challenge, which she will be starting on Thursday for the entire winter. Take another quick break and be back with more after 9. The Senior Center on Brunswick is home to a variety of great activities. Floor curling, cribbage, line dancing, bridge, carpet bowling, and more, the Senior Center at 4th and Brunswick also hosts a monthly dance and other special events throughout the year. Note that the Center is closed next week for the holidays and will reopen on January 2nd. Find the current activity and other information on the Prince George Senior Center Facebook page or email senioractivitypg at shaw.ca. Are you a leader who wants to take their leadership to the next level? Do you have an emerging leader on your team who needs support? At Pivot Leader, our Leaders in Business program combines leadership training with one-on-one coaching to help leaders just like you. You'll learn how to deal with people better, handle conflict, hire and keep staff, delegate more effectively, read financial statements, and learn coaching skills to move your team along. There's a less stressful way to improve your outcomes. We can show you how. If you'd like to be a better leader, reach out to us today at pivotleader.com. Pivot Leader will help help you grow, train, and sell your business. 
Eat healthy and fresh at Homesteader Meats, founded by Ben and Rosella Clausen in 1982. Homesteader Meats has two premium quality meat and gluten-free products, plus Wednesday is Seniors Day at Homesteader Meats. Seniors 55 and over save 10% off regular prices. Single portions are available in most items, including pierogies and sausages, and there are half-pound packages off ground beef, ground pork, stew meat, and meat pies. Everything from Erladen to patties is at Homesteader Meats in two locations, College Heights and Park Hill Center. Need vehicle repairs? See Big O Tires. Famous for tires, Big O is also a full-service automotive center customers trust for expert service and repair. From brakes to tire changeovers to steering, suspension, and more, Big O Tire treats every vehicle like it's their own. Proudly locally owned and operated for 24 years, Gary and the team of the Big O Tires thank you for your tremendous support and wishes you a very Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. Big O Tires, 2000 Victoria Street, Prince George. You're listening to After 9 on Prince George's Community Station, 93.1 CFIS-FM. Well, it's that time of the month again. Jen Rubido, the Manager of Communications and Engagement at the Prince George's Public... I always like to use that title. <laughs> Good morning. Good today. Not too bad yourself. Good, thank you. Good. Now, you, of course, always have stuff on the go... But this week, especially the last week before Christmas, mm-hmm. you guys are busy. Well, it's actually kind of like well, our for the kids normal events. busy, well, yeah, which is kind of crazy, but yeah. But there's some special events for the kids, especially there this are. weekend. This yeah. Week, yeah, so there's some fun ones. So yeah. what we decided to do is we've kept a bunch of our recurring programs going this week. So oh, okay. for those who maybe aren't regular library users, mm-hmm. um, sometimes during the break what we do is we do a bunch of special programs. But that means that if... You maybe don't know how cool Read to Me in French is or the Gaming Hour or some of those. Yeah. So we've kept those regular ones happening okay. this week to give you a bit of a taste and tester mm-hmm. um, of our normal programs that then you can come back to and enjoy in the new year. Plus, we've added in some special ones. So, for example... Um, this evening or later yes. this afternoon, 4.30 to 5.30 is Jingle Bell Rock. Um, so this is super fun. It's basically... Well, us sing along. It, it's Christmas carols. Yep. But what's the instrumentation involved, Jen? So there's also going to be ukuleles <laughs> yeah. and bells and all sorts of things. So, um, and we're keeping it varied. It's just holiday. Yeah. Um, so we're trying to keep it. Um, as festive, but but kind of vague, if you will, okay. um, so that it can be as supportive and inclusive to as many people as possible, because there's yeah. lots of holidays being celebrated yes. this time of year. Um, so we are doing that from 4.30 to 5.30 today at the downtown um, Bob Harkins branch. Right. And um, as always, it's free. And uh, you don't even need a library card to come and join. Um, and it's just going to be a really fun way to kick off the holiday season. Perfect. So now... What happens after? Like, I, I think there's another event on tomorrow. Yeah, so we've got we've got quite a few events on. Um, so we have our normal story time and baby time, our tech help. We've got our bedazzled. We have the gaming hour and our special stuffy sleepover yes. as well, um, which I didn't look before I came, um, but I think. Um, Six o'clock tomorrow night is yes. when they come in for the story time portion and bring their stuffies. Yes. So and this is it's the a second, registration. Yeah, this so is you, the second stuffy sleep, sleepover of the season, too. It is, yeah. So these these are super fun. So if you want to attend, basically what you do is if you if your little one has a stuffy in their life that mm-hmm. they love, um, it can be their very favorite or sometimes it's 
um, their second favorite because basically the stuffy is going to have a sleepover, so it needs to be oh. a stuffy that they can make it through the night without. Oh, so okay. sometimes that lot. can't be their favoriteest lovey no. that they might need um, as their sleeping buddy. But you, they come in, they have a, um, a normal story time or a special yeah. story time, and then they leave their stuffy at the library, and then their stuffies get up to crazy antics <laughs> while all the humans are gone. Ooh. And it gets captured on camera, and then the people, when they come back to get their stuffies, also get to pick up a photo album of what their stuffies got up to uh. while they had this, the sleepover at the library. So it's pretty playful. Yes. Um, and so, it's again, it's free, but you do need to register. So you can either do that in person or by calling um, 250-563-9251 at extension 100. But you can do that quick because that's happening tomorrow mm -hmm. evening. Yeah. And as you were saying, it starts with a story time too, a quick story time. Yeah, it does. Yeah. yeah. So it's a, it's a really fun program. Yeah. So uh, you and your stuffies get to listen to some stories. Yep. And then you say good night to your stuffy mm -hmm. and leave it at the library. Yep. And just say, don't get into too much trouble. Yeah. Well, you can you can try to encourage your stuffy not to get into too much yeah, trouble. Yeah. Good luck with that. Oh, some of the crazy antics that happen. Yeah. yeah. And the photographers are probably going to be encouraging it to get better pictures too. Oh, it's possible. Yeah. Not not that we're saying that they would do something like that, but it it could happen. Yeah. You no. Know? Totally. Yes. Okay. So that's today and tomorrow. Yep. And then on Saturday is another party-type event yep. getting you ready for the party season to some extent. Yeah, so... This is... I don't think I've heard of this one before. Is this, this one's a new. new. One? So okay. we decided to create an event called Party Pants, mm -hmm. but it doesn't just have to be pants. It can be any... Uh, any apparel. Uh, apparel. Yes. And you basically bring it in, and you are going to jazzify it. Jazzerfy? Is that a word? Anyway, you're going to bedazzle, bejewel, decorate, um, make it more fun. Ready for the party. Yeah. And wouldn't, so, be, wouldn't bedazzled be a good name for a program? Almost like it is one. <laughs> I know. <laughs> <laughs> Never mind. Mind you, that one's all about pony beads. Yeah. So that's one's like making little animals with those like little yeah. uh, round plastic beads. But this is a little bit different. This, this one is, yeah, really jazzifying it. Um, so that's going to be a ton of fun. And that's to get us ready for the New Year's boogie. Boogie. Yes, plural. Yes. You're right, Alan. I'm sorry. Everyone's all I am. Yes. <laughs> so this year for the boogies, we're doing, um, we're, we're breaking it into two. Mm -hmm. So we're doing one called the itty bitty boogie, which is for <laughs> our friends who are kind of five and under. Mm -hmm. And then our big boogie, which is all ages. So if you've got kiddos in both categories, uh, we encourage you to come to, um, the big boogie, um, where that little itty bitty boogie is really for our youngest friends, just so that they can have, um, a bit more room on the dance floor to kind of, um, and knock it. Get down and boogie. Yeah. Yeah. So. And those are both on um, December 30th, I think, aren't they? On That's the Saturday, correct. yes. Yeah, on that Saturday, December 30th. We'll now, do people need to register for those, or nope. can they, they can just show up? That one's an all, just a drop-in. Okay. And um, so is the Dis the Discovery Series, which is really right. cool. So that one's coming up. And we also have, uh, on Thursday, we've got our Dandy Doodles, which is an all-ages mm. art class, yes. as well as our Queer Games Night. So okay. um, there's lots happening at the library uh, between now and the new year. So definitely come by and, and visit us and grab okay. a book or 
You mentioned the new year. We're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we'll talk some more about what's coming up in the new year at the library after nine. Your Prince George Public Library is seeking nominations for the 2024 Gene Clark Local History Awards. Nominations are still being accepted for the Service Awards to recognize outstanding contributions by an individual or group in the area of local history. Full nomination details are available at the library or online through pgpl.ca. Service Award nominations for the 2024 Gene Clark Local History Awards will be accepted until January the 9th. The Gene Clark Local History Awards, a proud presentation of your Prince George Public Library. Prince George is home to a number of outdoor skating rinks. This season there's going to be a total of 28 rinks available for public use. The City of Prince George is proud to support this winter program with grants, training, and other initiatives. Local community associations and dedicated volunteers operate and maintain these rinks for your enjoyment. For more information or to find the location of our outdoor rinks, visit the Arenas and Skating page under the Parks and Recreation menu at princegeorge.ca. Get ready, Prince George. CFIS-FM has teamed up with Chetwin's community TV station to bring you a weekly bingo in the new year. $5 cards will be available from 93.1 CFIS-FM starting January 16th. The first game is on January 30th with each week's call carried live on the Chet TV's YouTube channel. Weekly Tuesday bingo games from Chet TV and 93.1 CFIS-FM starting January 30th. BC Gaming License 146929. Know your limit play within it forecast from environment canada snow changing to rain this afternoon wind from the southeast to 20 temperature steady near plus one tonight rain ending near midnight then cloudy temperature steady near two for wednesday rain beginning in the morning wind from the south to 20 and a high of five keeping you up to date on current news and events in and around prince george this is after nine on 93.1 cfis fm so jen there's a lot happening at the library before the new year. Yeah. And then in the new year, well, you guys probably even started planning for that yet, right? Because that's not no, until, not that's not until 2024. Right. Why bother planning for 2024 <laughs> when it's still 2023? Yeah, no. no, lucky for you, our program brochures are out. Yes. Um, and they're also on the website um, and the digital versions are up as well, and you can find those on social media. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's so much oh. happening in the new year. We were just kind of reviewing would, it together. I would, and I would, it's yeah, I was amazing. Jen was showing me the thing and going, "That's new, that's new, that's new." And I was saying, "Is there anything that's old?" And she was saying, yeah, we "There's do. a couple." <laughs> we do like our ukulele and yes. um, our uh, it's easy being green, smart yeah. recovery, smart community recovery. services yes. table, uh, tech help, chess club, club, queer games night. Yeah. Um, seated Tai Chi. Seated Tai Chi. But. But there's so much new. Yes. <laughs> Craft and chat. Yep. So this is a program done in partnership with uh, the Great Northwest Fiber Club. Okay. So you basically bring in your crafts, um, uh, fiber crafts. Um, predominantly yeah. on Saturday afternoons to the library and you come hang out with other crafters and you can um, get support. So if you're new yeah. uh, to knitting or crocheting or one of the other fiber crafts, that's okay. Um, but you're also welcome to just bring a project you're working on and it's just a social time. So, I was just looking at the little write-up though. Share your project, vent your frustration. Yeah, because sometimes, yeah. you know, apparently you can drop a stitch and do all sorts of other oh, things. Oh, yeah. I don't. Um, knit no. or crochet, but I hear these things from my mom and some of my oh. friends who do. And so anyway. Probably with very colorful language at times, too. So, <laughs> sometimes. <laughs> and and then, uh, Now this. Wow. Yeah, so we're doing this a new series yeah. um, that is on 
Saturday late afternoons. Yes. Um, from 3.30 to 4.30. And it's a, a series of three. It's Learn to Dance Bangra. Mm. So that's going to be really cool. Really looking forward to this one. Uh, it's with a partner and they're coming in and uh, teaching us. Ideally, you can come to all three, but if you miss one, that's okay. Yeah. Like they will build a little bit on each other, mm. but uh, it is also okay to just drop in um, to to one or all three. So that's pretty fun. Now that so that's sort of a cultural one, if you will. Yep. And there's another cultural thing. Yeah. Beginner's Spanish, because you guys have had a French club, yeah. and I think. I think just the French at this point, right? Yeah, so we have yeah. a read to me in French, which happens bi-weekly. Yeah. Um, and then this one is actually a weekly series. So it's beginner Spanish for travelers. So oh. the goal is to, you know, this time of year, lots of people go on either real or daydreams of mm-hmm. um, holidays in their minds. And many of them are to Spanish-speaking countries. So it's basically giving us um, an opportunity to learn conversational Spanish. Um, so that's the first portion. Mm-hmm. So that's from 6 to 6.45 on Tuesday nights. And then after that, from 6.45 to 7.45, it's a conversation club. So then no matter your level of Spanish, the goal is for you to be able to practice and interact with other people in the Spanish language to to practice and to to get better and better because it's through practice that we really grow our our language skills. So the first bit is the more, um, you know... Building 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 on the language. And then... Pra- putting what you just learned yep. into practice. And then it's also those Spanish speakers who want to come and yeah. chat and help support the, you know, the love and learning of, of Spanish. You know, we encourage all levels to yes. be able to come to this and just to come and chat in Spanish. And now this, I think, is an event you've had before, a poetry and spoken word open mic. Yep. So, um, back by popular demand, we're mm-hmm. going to be running that again in January and in February. So, ah, okay. uh, that'd be great. So, we're also doing um, a couple media ones. So, we're doing a media literacy um, on the 11th of January, as well as a frauds and scams. So, the frauds and scam one is all about, you know, how do you, you know, those emails you get and you. Th- you're like, is this real? Is it not real? Or the phone calls you get? And My friend, the Nigerian prince. Yes, but yeah. they're getting more and more sophisticated, mm-hmm. and they're finding ways to look more and more like things you trust. Um, and so this will teach you the ways to find and because they, they're still, even when it says it's Amazon or your bank or oh, whatever, yes. there's ways, for example, in that to, like the from field, if you click on the from, often that email will be gibberish. Yes. Um, but it's learning tricks like that. So how, ways to identify um, the frauds mm. and scams and how to protect yourself from them. So that's yeah. a really, really great uh, workshop. We're also doing one on food waste, um, okay. which would be great. And then, you know, for our younger folks, we've got, um, well, actually, these two are all ages. So we've got um, a Lunar New Year celebration, Mm, um, which is on February 10th. And then the week before is the boogie, or sorry, the bookworm boogie, I think. Okay. Yep. So Saturday, February 3rd, bookworm boogie with cold snap. Then Lunar New Year, February 10th. 
and that's the Lion Dance Performance Arts and Crafts. It's a really great celebration. And then we have our Black History Month celebration on February 24th. And on January 20th, we've got a fun one called Pet a Puppy. So after story time, the um, therapy dog program is coming in with their therapy dogs. And it's an all ages, so everybody is welcome to come pet a puppy. So this is not like the pet a truck event you hold in the summer. This is pet a puppy. This is pet a puppy. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Do you got a few minutes left? Yeah, sure. Okay. We're going to take a quick break, come back, and chat some more with Jen about what's happening at the library after nine. Children aged 5 to 12 who plan on doing some serious partying this holiday season can make some party pants to match the occasion thanks to the Prince George Public Library. Drop into the downtown branch between 1 and 2 on Saturday and bring your old pants with you. Staff will show you how to make some creative stitching patterns, draw your own design on the pants, or make a felt creation to sew on. Party pants, Saturday from 1 to 2 at the downtown branch of the Public Library. The holiday season is upon us, and it's a time for merriment and feasting. Don't be left out because you have dietary restrictions. Deb's Specialty Bakery and Cafe has fresh and delicious baked goods that are safe for diabetics, gluten-sensitive, and other dieters. Try our cakes, pies, cheesecakes, and other baked treats for your celebrations this season. May all your holiday festivities be safe, and may your taste buds be jolly. Deb's Cafe and Specialty Bakery, next to PharmaSafe at 7 Quebec. Need vehicle repairs? See Big O Tires. Famous for tires, Big O is also a full-service automotive center customers trust for expert service and repair. From brakes to tire changeovers to steering, suspension, and more, Big O Tire treats every vehicle like it's their own. Proudly locally owned and operated for 24 years, Gary and the team of the Big O Tires thank you for your tremendous support and wishes you a very Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. Big O Tires, 2000 Victoria Street, Prince George. The North Central Seniors Association is on their Christmas break. Activities are on hold until the association starts up for the new year on January 8th with cribbage, canasta, yoga, photo club, tai chi, pool, and more all returning for 2024. Breakfast Club will also be back along with the weekly coffee social. Note that the monthly birthday tea will be moving to the second Friday of each month starting in the new year. All the best of the holidays and for the new year from the North Central Seniors Association. It's after 9 on Prince George's Community Station, 93.1 CFIS-FM. So, Jen, we've been talking about all the different events coming up, but there is one that's been sort of in the works for a while. Yeah, so we've got um, a couple events coming up that's um, that are really all about literature and, yes. and reading and all that. So one of them is the Gene Clark Awards, which is all about local history. Mm-hmm. So that event will take place on Sunday, February 25th um, at the library. We're just ironing out the details to that now, but it'll likely be an early afternoon. Um, and so leaning up to that, though, we're actually going to do some author talks. Oh. Um, so we're going to have oh. two author talks, one on Wednesday, the 25th, first and mm-hmm. one on Thursday, the 22nd of February. And those are going to be with a couple local authors who are actually have submissions in for the Gene Clark. So um, it's a really great way to kind of honor and uh, bring light to Heritage Week mm-hmm. and um, just just to the importance of local history in general. Mm. Also, side note, if you have someone or an organization that you feel um, does a lot of work 
in the service category, so yes. not a publication, but what they they contribute um, or how they showcase and support local history. Mm-hmm. Nominations are still open for the service award category for the Gene Clark, which I believe closes in early I, I January. I want to say January 9th. For I want to say the 9th, too. Yeah. Look at that. January we are, 9th. We are Woo-hoo! unanimous. It's probably unanimous. We're all wrong. <laughs> <laughs> well, either way. It'll be something, something around there. Yes. <laughs> uh, so January 9th uh, for that. And then we have a couple other things. Like it's Literacy, um, Family Literacy Day mm. on January 27th. Okay. So we're doing a special story time mixed with How to Read with a Child, which is a really oh. great program about basically the tips, tricks, and things to be able to engage with those young learners in your life. Don't start with War and Peace. Don't start with War and Peace. That would be a really... too too big to start yes. with for uh, for a kiddo. Yeah. Also possibly start with Horton here's right. a who maybe. Yes. yes. Oh, I love a good Doctor Seuss. Oh, yes. they're some of my favorites. Um, and then we also have Reading Buddies coming back, which is basically uh-huh. where there's different time slots, and we have um, volunteers, yeah. volunteer readers who come in and will read um, with your child. And so a lot of these are our teen volunteers. So part mm-hmm. of our teen volunteer program are the ones who are going to be those reading buddies so that's super fun um, and then we have our continuation of read to me in French and then one that's really fun so our kids can series mm-hmm. continues in the new year and uh, it's kids can knit so we're going to be learning how to knit uh, in the new year so that's a fun one so you can turn your kid into a knitwit Ba-doom, boom sorry <laughs> the other one I know is on there <laughs> Oh, boy. Oh, the other thing I noticed in there, which is a continuation, is I see famous paintings continuing, it looks yes, like. Yes, so we have our famous paintings yes. continuing at both branches, um, as well as our chess club and movie nights, mm-hmm. um, after school movies. Yes. Um, and then two more things that I don't want to forget. So homework help. There are still right. spots available. So um, if you got a report card back where you have a student in your life that might need if, a little extra support. If, if you're like Rudolph and you're going down in history. Huh. So they're amazing. So this is a program that still has spots. You get a one-hour tutoring session, and you fill in your slot. We have two different tutors. They're amazing, and it's free. And most people um, sign up for a recurring basis, so they might get a slot of, you know, Wednesday from 4 to 5 or what have you, and they come every week. What ages, what grades is this aimed at? Grades 3 to 12. Wow. And actually, one of our tutors is also fluent in French, so if, you know, you have a part of the immersion program, or the francophone program and you need support on your studies but your stuff is written in French Mm. um, we actually can support that as well which is really great they won't do your homework for you no they will support you you. and help and guide and all of that and the other one that I think is super fun Saturdays we are doing a yoga story time for the little so that's going to be a ton of fun no that's yoga never mind You are full of them today. Rachel will tell you I'm full of it all the time. Oh, my goodness. So yoga. 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 Story times. Um, So it's a great way to do a story time as well as a little bit of extra movement for your little ones. And that's on Saturday mornings. And we have those at at varying branches. so. So the yoga story time. 
the kids are doing the yoga, obviously. Are the kids reading the stories, or is this a read-to-them story time? It's, it's like a normal story time okay. where, you know, the story time has songs, and we read a book, and has the normal story time structure, but okay. in addition has movement built in uh, for the kiddos oh. and or the parents or guardians that may be attending with them as well if they want to oh. participate. So at some point you may start playing the Proclaimers uh, 500 Miles and everybody has to start walking. Maybe, Maybe not. <laughs> you look I'm not the one running it, okay. so, but I have a feeling maybe not. <laughs> you're, probably very, you're probably very happy at this point that I'm not the one running it either. I don't know. I feel like I would attend yours. I feel like I would be, would be in for a real surprise and a treat. <laughs> well, a surprise, yes. Treat, maybe not. So, Jen, where can people get all this information about all these events that are coming up? Yeah, so online at pgpl.ca. Mm-hmm. In person, you can grab these brochures at either branch of the library or... Or you can grab the digital version of these um, also from social media. So lots of places to find all the info. Now, one other thing you got to check on quickly. What days is the library closed over okay. the holidays? Now you're putting me on the hot spot. Okay. Well, do I'm going to take a wild guess and say Christmas and Boxing Day. Yes. And New Year's Day. And so we're closed on Sundays. Okay. Um, right now. So it's... Um, so, so this coming closed. Sunday, Monday, and Tuesday will be closed. Yes. And then... Sunday and Monday the following week. Correct. Okay. You got it. And again, those are all on our website as yes. well, um, at, listed at the top, as well as if you go into the events, you'll see that there the days are listed in the okay. events calendar as being closed as well. So. so you guys have got New Year's Eve off so you can get ready. I mean, you've got New Year's yes, Day off to prepare Sunday. for the partying. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah, it falls Recover from the partying, yeah. yes. Yeah, so anybody who's got a program that they normally go to on Mondays, a couple of weeks, you're not going to be able to go to it. Well, we don't normally do a ton of programs on Mondays. Normally, it's Lego time because for that exact reason, there's always so many stats um, that enclosures. Jen Rubidoux from George Public Library. Sure, we'll talk again next year. Sounds wonderful. Thanks so much. That'll do it for today's show. By the way, I don't have a show next week because it's Boxing Day, but Darren, Guess, and Reg will be on tomorrow after 9. After 9 is a weekday presentation of CFIS-FM. After 9 is produced by Alan Wishart, Eric Allen, Kylie Lewis-Holt, Darren Guess, Trudy Clausen, and Rez Krebs. Executive producer is Reg Fair with technical assistance from Stephen Smith. Theme music is by The Ebbs. Listen for a rebroadcast of today's program tonight at 10. And for past shows, check out the archives link at CFISFM.com. To provide feedback or suggestions for the show, please email CFISFM at Yahoo.ca. This is 93.1 CFISFM in Prince George. Proudly supported by local professionals like Realtor Tab Baker. Call 250-613-1755.